All right. Thanks again for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, and that would include iTunes and Spotify. So go to iTunes and Spotify. Give us a five-star review. You can say whatever you want to say. You can talk about how awesome my guests are and how narcissistic I am. Um, either way, doesn't matter at all. Just make sure it's a five-star review. I'm here with Kara McCutcheon for her weekly spot. And Kara, before we get started, I do want to float an idea to you that maybe it's everything, maybe it's nothing. I don't know. But up until the first scrimmage, Luke Altmaier and Jackson Dart would always appear together on the side-by-side in the promotional Ole Miss football Twitter account. Since the first scrimmage, when everybody got to see Jackson Dart have an amazing scrimmage, Jackson Dart has appeared like four or five times, and Luke Altmaier, nothing. Tell me I'm crazy. You know, as much as we want to read into everything, and you may be onto something, um, I'm wondering as well if there's some trying to get Jackson Dart a little more out there around the fan base, having his photo around more. Um, I mean, I've seen like on his first day of school, they had Jackson Dart there with his stuff. Um, you know, they've had him today on there too at practice. So, um, I mean, that could be a sign, but also I'm, you know, kind of wondering if they're trying to get him out there, get him more familiar with Ole Miss fans. There was some iffy reception at some point with him um, that his dad even kind of made a comment about Ole Miss fans. So maybe there's some comfortable, uh, they're trying to like, um, I guess with the culture, you could say, make him more comfortable. So, uh, you know, you never know. Yeah. And Ole Miss fans have history of doing this before. If we all remember the John Rice Plumley and Matt Corral situation, there was an insular group of Ole Miss fans that was all on JRP during the competition and was vocal about it. And Matt Corral was able to come through. So maybe that's just like the rite of passage for Ole Miss quarterbacks. You have to beat a Mississippi kid out throughout all the mm-hmm. pressure. It'll be interesting to see what's coming. Um, I don't think Lane's really going to let us in uh, anytime no. soon. No, and he shouldn't. John Summerall does not deserve to know who our quarterback's going to be. And that I think that's the whole purpose of just not naming it now. But I think he probably already knows who it's going to be because I've heard from everybody I've talked to and everything I've read, um, I've heard Jackson Dart. So, we'll see. Anyway... Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, the preseason expectations. There's been a little thing like that. I think Josh Pate put out his, um, preseason SEC rankings, had Ole Miss seventh in the SEC West. Um, what, what are you seeing in the preseason stuff and how does that make you think? So I see a lot of six and six. Um, essentially the thought is we're going to win our first six games and then never win again. Um, you know, I think that's a little biased towards all this somewhat. Um, you know, we have Auburn, we have A&M, we have LSU and us all having a quarterback competition right now. Um, there's there's a lot of question marks, I think, on four of our teams. Um, I think Arkansas has a history of kind of whenever choking in a couple games when they're expected to do well. So um, I think there's a possibility they're going to lose one maybe two that they shouldn't. Um, I think that uh, when we play Arkansas, especially late, it's going to come down to depth. Um, 
I mean, we had typically play Arkansas pretty well, despite, um, you know, any kind of predictions. So, um, I think the as like behind Bama, I think the SEC West is the most kind of almost open and competitive it's been. I think Mississippi State, um, they have the veteran on their side, but also I think they have to establish um, a red zone offense. I think they have the air track, but I think their red zone offense was weak last year. And if they don't establish that, especially with a run game, they're just going to get stuffed, uh, have a lot of field goals. So um, I still think it's, kind of up for grabs. So I don't see how, I think the transfer that we brought in brings some question marks, but I think we have a lot of talent. I think we on both sides of the ball. So um, I think we're just as much in it as everybody else after in the West after Bama. Yeah. And I don't know how you think it is, but to me, all of these preseason pros- prognostication is just basically them saying, I don't know, because I've seen mm-hmm. Ole Miss everywhere from two to seventh in the West. And they just don't know about Ole Miss. They don't know about Texas A&M. Texas a and supposed to be good, but they're kind of a show-me team because they have quarterback issues. LSU, what does that look like? We saw up close what the Ed Orgeron experience looks like the year after he leaves. Uh, Mississippi State in year three, yeah, that's great, but look at that schedule to where you get Kentucky and Georgia from the east. It, I mean, it's absolutely brutal. Auburn, T.J. Finley, is that really what you want to trust? You know, Tank Bixby's good, but eh. It, it, the West is just going to be really weird. Other than, like you said, Alabama, who is slated to be pretty good, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Bama lost their game or two this year because they're – Jamison Williams was basically their whole offense last year. So they have to replace him. And John Mechie as a sure-handed receiver. They've got to replace him. And then the big bruising running back of Brian, that was Brian Robinson, they've got to replace him, and they replaced him with a scat back. How quickly does it take teams to figure out that they just need to blitz Alabama to where that running back has to block and he can't go out for a passing route, and that you've just taken a game-breaker out of the place. It is really interesting in, in the SEC West this year. I I agree. Um, I think Bama will still kind of take the West, I'll be honest. Um, there's nothing I've seen that really thinks that they're going to uh, see really any struggle, to be quite honest. Um, you know, I think their running back is Gibbs, correct? Yeah. Um, uh, I think he's going to be fine. I think their offensive line had a little bit of a stumble last year, but I think they'll be ready to go this season. So I think it's easy to say Bama will probably win the West, or that's an easy prediction there. But I do think the rest of it's pretty open. I think it'll be. I think Arkansas is the easy target to say they're going to go second, but I also think Arkansas has a history of whenever they're expected to do well, they kind of um, lose a couple they shouldn't. And I think. Um, I think the same Mississippi State. Uh, you know, it's really hard for me to just come in and say um, it's a for sure second place. Um, I mean, and, and I'm not trying to be a homer. I I think it's quite possible we could win, you know, six games or we could lose one of those first four or we could lose to Kentucky. Um, I just don't think we really know. I think we mm-hmm. won't know um, at this point, though. Yeah, I think on um, the national media and all these people that do prognostications on college football, the transfer portal has them just messed up because teams could change 
so much more rapidly than they could before. So there's really no such thing as a blue blood other than the playoff contenders year in and year out. After that, you could end up 10th one year. The next year, you could be unranked. And it, and everybody's just in those, in this washing machine. I, I think that's the issue that we're having right now in these preseason polls. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out. Um, I, I've i been reading a lot about what's going on with camp, and um, I think the biggest question mark always for Ole Miss is particularly our defense. Um, I think that we're going to see um, – I, I don't know. Maybe I am a homer, but I think we're going to see some improvements still there in our defense. I think we have a lot of veterans there. I think our secondary is going to be probably one of the best um, out there. I mean, we got a lot of talent right there. We got a lot of veterans out there. Uh, Fedley, Reese, um, am I right? Ashimi, like, am I saying it right? Yeah. Ashim. Uh, Ashim, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I know uh, I get the Homer says, but. Yeah. It, it kind of is what it is um, when it comes to Ole Miss football. Anyway, get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen. Everyday host Chris Gordy and his local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Locked On SEC. Kara, Thank you so much for coming by. I look forward to this every week, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.